Anita, how's your mental health? <laughs> Questionable <laughs> at all times. You know this. Yeah. How's the mental health of your children? Um, also a little bit tricky. Can I tell you my experience in trying to find therapists for myself and my kids, Mel? Yes, please. Okay. This is how it goes. You ask around your friends and your family for a referral for somebody who's nearby. You finally find somebody who sounds like they might work for your family. You give them a call and you find out that A, they're not accepting new patients or B, they have a huge wait list. So you start over again and you ask people if they know anybody who would be a good therapist and a good fit. Finally, you find one, you go and you meet with them and you figure out that you don't actually like them that much. But it's been so much work to find somebody who you can go to in your area that you're kind of stuck with them. Well, do you have any ideas for how to get around this? Um, I do, because guess what? I've actually had some therapists that I have found on my own, which involves what you're saying. Sometimes I remember one time I was like three hours in the bathtub on my phone looking through yeah. websites. I was such a prune at the end. But I have also had the experience with working with BetterHelp and it was like, I, I don't want to say too good to be true, but because it is true, but it's like amazing because I was matched with my therapist within 24 hours. And you didn't have to go through all of that other ridiculous process of trying to find somebody. And here's the cool thing too, is if that person didn't work out for you, you can just switch and say, and it's not like you're committing to another years long search for somebody who you're going to jive with. It's true. And I lucked out or maybe just BetterHelp is really good at matching people together because I never had to change my therapist. I loved her. Perfect fit for me. And I know that some of our friends have used BetterHelp and they've had to change therapists and boom, same day can change. Easy peasy. You can ghost your therapist. <laughs> Get a new one. I love this idea. BetterHelp is one of our sponsors. If you use our promo code, trybetterhelp.com slash WWDN, you get 10% off your first month and we totally recommend it. Yes. Get some therapy. That's <laughs> trybetterhelp.com slash WWDN. Do you have that same dog on your shirt? This is a Jack Russell Terrier. Oh, okay. The Jersey is part Boston Terrier, part pug, mostly Boston. So it's a terrier. Yeah. Yeah. Some sort of cousin. Goodbye. So Anita. Yeah. Let's talk headstones. Ooh. Okay. Thanks for choosing that topic. This is very appropriate. I will go first. That seems good. Okay, I did not think that I had a choice as far as waiting to get a headstone. You know, when your person dies and you feel pressured to make funeral plans and the funeral happens within one or two weeks and it's just like all these things. Like fire hose. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. Can you give me a year and then we'll deal with it? But yeah, I, I think I just was caught up in the motion of what happens after somebody dies. And I was driven to the place where you choose a headstone. And I remember sitting there and the people are like, what do you want? And, and my husband's parents were there and they, I was like, what do you guys want? And they're like, oh, we all three were like the worst. <laughs> Cause I mean, I didn't care. I just was like, my husband's dead. I don't care what's there. Like he's not yeah. in there. And 
And I actually didn't realize that people had very, very, very strong feelings about headstones until I met you, Anita. So let's talk about your situation and we can come back to this. Okay. Well, yeah, I was going to say you buried Scott in a cemetery, though, that had restrictions on headstones. Yeah. Like a lot of them. They had to be flat, right? I didn't even know any of this. They, I guess so. (laughs) And they had to, is it copper that they're made out of or brass or? This is how much I was so out of it. You can yeah. tell. So you had very limited options, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. I don't have any of those limitations. So I, my husband died two plus years ago, two and like two months ago, two years, two months ago. No headstone still. And um, not a lot of pressure from outside sources, but a little bit of pressure and just felt really unable to make the decision about what it should look like and what I should get like kind of paralyzed about it. What are some of the thoughts? Why, what's been holding you back? Well, first of all, I'm a generally indecisive person. I have a hard time making a lot of decisions and I don't have great design aesthetic. So I'm like, I don't even know what I like. I'm going to help you. Can I design it? Yeah, sure. Then it will have Jack Russell terriers or something on it. You never know. Um, but I, right after the funeral, also the funeral directors, I felt a great deal of pressure from them and I reacted poorly to that. It was like, leave me alone. I'm not making that? that decision. No, but I just like, I'm not very good at standing up for myself in general, but I did stand up to them. I was like, I'm just not, I'm not going to worry about it right now. And I knew that I had that option because ironically, my grandpa, when my grandma died, he didn't have a headstone for her for six years. And I had to force him to go get one for her. It runs in the family. I know. I didn't know it was an option to not choose. I thought you yeah, had right. to choose. And then I, I was, my husband died in November. And so then what people were saying was, well, they're not even going to be able to get it in before Memorial Day. But hurry, if you, if you choose now, yeah, yeah. then it will get in before Memorial Day. I had no idea. Now I know so much more. Right. They said the same thing to me. Like, if you want this in by Memorial Day, and that's like total sales tactic to make you feel that rush. Gosh. Like, you could time yeah. off her. Buy two, get one free. So, Maybe we should have I, done that. Yeah. Who would you have shared it with, though? You didn't Ooh. know me yet. So, well, if I had waited long enough, then I would have. True. Yeah. And then there's just the, like, how do you research a headstone? I don't even know. I don't know either. But that, so then I'm not a very decisive person. That's the first thing. Oh and then we get into the even, <laughs> the even trickier part, which is paralysis around doing him proud, conveying to the world that this was the most important person in the world. And knowing that's impossible, number one, because everybody in the cemetery has a headstone is the most important person in the world but i want it to be like everybody who walks past will know that this is the most important person in the world how do you pick a stone and just with a few words uh uh-huh and you can't change it because guess what it's set in stone you could rip it out yeah i know but they're kind of expensive it's not like they're 12.99 thousands of dollars yeah 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 so I've heard of some scams with headstones too. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's so unfortunate that people take advantage of others with these horrible cir- circumstances. Like, come right. on, scammers, go pick something else. So I have been looking into headstones though lately and um I've kind of set a goal for myself what's your goal but I kind of don't know if I want to say it out loud because then I'll be then I'll be held to it just say it I am my goal is to have chosen a headstone by his next birthday that's my goal in April so two months away. No, it's not even two months. It's less than a month. Never mind. I take it back. Father's Day. Of 2036. Of 2036. I always say that I have, if as long as I do it before six years, then I'm doing better than my grandpa did. Ugh. Yeah. I've heard of some really fun headstones. What are some of like some cool ones that you've seen? Are you getting any ideas? Well, I mean, I've seen like ones that are really literal and kind of campy you know what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. golf clubs or like a big musical note and things like that and I don't want that yeah and I I mean that's fine but there's nothing that Jason loved so much like that I need to make a headstone out of it I'm gonna put the boss in another room okay (laughs) the boss is licking your face yes the boss has bad breath Woo! Sorry, boss. I think I do too. I can't even smell you. Yeah, I can't smell that. I went to the Hollow um, just... Cemetery, Anita. You did? Yes. Where is that? So is that? Cool. It's in, in Sleepy Hollow. It's in New York. Uh, what? New York. Okay. New York. That's State. cool. Mm-hmm. And all of those headstones are all like decaying, aren't they? It's so old. cool and creepy. Yeah. Well, there. I mean, there are a lot of rich people there. Like there's mausoleums there. It looks like you're going to a mini version sometimes of like a, a memorial at Washington, D.C. Oh, like, wow. yeah, some of these are huge, but you do not have that option. You have right. I mean, even if I did have that option, I don't monetarily have that option. I can't build an obelisk. Yeah. I like how you were talking about the things that you could put on there, like the engravings. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember sitting in our meeting for Scott's headstone and I just was looking at all of them and I could hear Scott like here in my mind's eye just going like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And I, I actually, my go-to coping strategy is laughing and just making things seem super ridiculous. And so I was like, yeah, I'm putting an RV right there and I'm going to put a unicorn there. Yes. Like there's so many, yes. they had so many, I had no idea there were so many. You could, you could choose anything. Yeah. And that's almost crippling in a way. It might be better if somebody was like, you have two options. You can have a black one or a gray one and it can be square or it can be a circle and you can have comic sans font Oh. Or papyrus. Barf. <laughs> and choose. And then I would be like, um, Scott, sorry that you just got embalmed and all this stuff. We're cremating you now. I can't <laughs> do that. Yeah. yeah. So I just want it to be, I just don't want it to be run of the mill. I want it to be something that's a little bit different, but I also worry that I have no taste. And so I don't want it to turn into something gaudy or I can help you thank you 
I don't know if I trust you. You put like unicorn vomit on Scott's grave every year. So yeah, he earned that for leaving me. I'll show you the picture of the one I'm thinking about though. Okay. And I'm still, I mean, it's been two plus years and I'm still not sure about double versus single headstone. (laughs) This is, this is normal. Everybody don't worry. This happens every time. They're fine, right? Might need to have a please hold. And I'm back. Is everybody okay? Mayhem managed. Okay, good. No blood? No blood. Okay. So. Oh my gosh. Maybe you need a trusted friend to help you kind of weigh the pros and cons of what you're thinking about. Yeah. That's not me. Although I'm happy to help. Oh, why thank you. I'll be over in. I'll design it for you. Oh, so let's talk about the the double versus the single headstones. Yeah, so not sure on that yet. Right. I because my decision was so fast, I just ended up doing a double, a double because I was like, I will never marry again. I am done dating. Like I have, to, I had to decide it in a week. Mm-hmm. So I, of course, right then I was just like, nope, this is my life. I'm going to like wear black my whole life and wear a veil my whole life and never talk to anybody ever again. My name is going on there. And I also died when Scott died, even though my body is living. Yeah. But you know, what's weird. There is something comforting about seeing my name on the headstone. It's very odd. Yeah. And traumatizing, but it's also like, oh yeah, I belonged to Scott. That happened. Yeah. It's, it's validating that I was there and that I was important to him. And that was important to me because as somebody that does not have kids with their husband and we were not married very long, it's easy um, for people that knew him longer to maybe take ownership or for, for you to feel like they take ownership more sometimes. It's complicated, but. How often do you think, because I feel like a lot of people in the newly widowed stage feel the same way. Like I'm never getting married again. There's no way my heart can deal with this. He was mine, you know, all of that kind of stuff. How often do you think people get a double headstone and then end up getting remarried. I think it's pretty common. common. Yeah. yeah. I know that it's caused some strife among people. If any of you guys have experience with that, tell us in the comments. We want to hear. We want to hear your situation. I don't intend to get remarried. I'm not actively pursuing dating. Or I know I'm dating you, Mel, but that's just a joke. Okay. Our relationship is a joke, but um, in so many ways. But I still think it's like famous last words, you know, like never, never promise anything like that because you never know what life is going to throw at you. And I actually there's um, like for perspective, there are three women in my neighborhood who are widowed young and all three of them are remarried and have been remarried to their second spouse longer than they were married to their first spouse. Have you talked to them about this? Oh yeah. What do they say about the headstone? It's it's so it's it blows my mind because there's different there's different camps. So there's a couple that you would never know were married before. Like that life died with them and they don't really talk about it and they seem like they're living just a totally normal happy middle America middle America? Middle America in Utah life. <laughs> what is it <laughs> just like an average all american life just an average american life and 
it's so crazy to think that they went through something so catastrophic and they look so normal now. Like that doesn't seem to weigh into their life now. Although I'm sure it does. It doesn't appear that on the outside. So, and then one of them talks about it pretty openly, but she's been married to her second spouse, like 27 years. And she was married to her first spouse, like five years. So. Do you know what they did for their headstones? I don't know about the one. I'll have to ask her what she did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's also the option of you could still choose to be buried next to your person. If there's a plot, Mm -hmm. have separate headstones and that way it's kind of a happy medium even if you do get remarried maybe yeah I just I tend to hate things that are very um not cliche but that look like everything else I'm just like I don't want the standard like rectangle with my name and with your name and with the picture in the middle you know it's just I don't I don't want just to was like, get it, then, get it done. Put yeah. it around. I don't want to ever think about this again. This is stupid and it doesn't matter because it's not Scott. Yeah. We're opposite in how we feel about it. Yeah, but I kind of wonder if you would have had more time if you would have grown more feelings about it. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but also I've never been a big cemetery person anyway. Mm-hmm. My family really loves going to the cemetery. Yeah, it's like a very, a very um, important tradition for my parents and my grandparents on both sides and all their extended family, like all the old people. And so I I don't know why I didn't inherit that gene, but I, yeah, so I think it it's just different for me. I don't know. I feel Scott around me more than when I go to the cemetery and visit. So I actually don't visit as often as maybe some people do. So I don't know. It's just such a disconnect for me. So I think I've just kind of been like, meh, screw it. But again, your options were limited. And so it's, it's like, there's not that pressure of differentiation because that was kind of taken away from you. Yes. Whereas his parents live in a different state. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, Hey, we're, we're leaving tomorrow. We've been here for the funeral all week and whatever we're leaving. Like we have to decide this now. Yeah. So I was, yeah. If I had known that there were creative options, oh, who knows what would have happened? Who knows. Yeah. Well, and part of the pressure is not about how I feel about it. It's communicating to the random passerby, the person who's walking their dog through the cemetery. Like in this sea of headstones, this is the one, you know. Do you think that's even possible? Mm-mm. I don't. That's why I think I have such a hard time with it is because I know. And like I said before, everybody else feels that same way. It's like, no, my person, my mom, my brother, my husband, my whatever is the most important person. And when I'm at the cemetery and the only reason we go to the cemetery is because there's a park there. And so my kids can play and it's close to my house. And so when I run away, I can just run away there. But um, now I can't remember what I was going to say. Were you going to say you go there and you lay on it? I do sometimes, <laughs> but, um, oh, and like, if I'm having a hard time and like people are looking at me, I just want to be like, my husband is here, you know, like this is my cemetery. Like you guys need to leave. This is mine. You know, you're just on a walk. This is not your dead person here. So good stuff. 
because he has no headstone, he is nameless right now. He is the opposite of what my desire is. So that's good. Well, keep us posted on if you actually follow through with your goal. Okay. I will. And I want to hear what you guys did about double versus single and whether it was an easy decision and how long it took you and all of those things. So, or if you've cremated your spouse, what are some of the things that you've done that have been helpful for you to still memorialize them? Yeah. Do you have a cool? There's options to cremate and have a, like a headstone or a memorial plaque also. Yeah. Like there's so many options. So Mm -hmm. yeah, we want to hear everything. Tell us. All right, Mel, I'm going to go take care of the crazies. Okay. And if any of you guys want to join our private Facebook club, the Widow Wives Club, go ahead and search for that. We would love to continue the conversation in there. We have a lot of fun in there and everybody is super cool and chill and accepting. So find us there. I'm Anita. I'm Mel. We're just two young widows on a quest to figure out widow we do now. This is my favorite thing to discuss with you. Tell me, what well, is it? One of my favorite things. I do enjoy tacos and cheese and dogs. This is about how you cannot pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars for a phone plan, especially when you're a widow, your person is dead, you might have kids, you might need another option, and you just want your phone to work, you want unlimited texting and service, and you want it to be like 25 bucks a month. It blows my mind that they have plans that start at $15 a month. That is so cheap. And the cool thing is, is it uses other 5G networks. And so you don't have to pay extra for that. And you still get great service. Yep. Anita and I have traveled all over and I have used my phone. So I highly recommend it. And my mom's even on it. When my dad died, we put his phone down to the cheapest plan, which is $15 a month. And I think my mom's on the $20 a month plan and it's so worth it. It's so much cheaper than what we were all paying before. So I highly recommend it if you're on a budget or not, who cares? Ryan Reynolds is in charge of the company and they send you free stickers with Ryan Reynolds temporary tattoos. It's kind of the best. So. If somebody wants to sign up, what can they do, Anita? Go to trymintmobile.com slash WWDN. Seriously, you guys, such a great idea. Save yourself some money. And if you're worried about losing data or having any changes with your phone, not going to happen. They walk you through it. Everything's fine. It's the easiest process of all time. Again, that's trymintmobile.com slash WWDN.